0: Greetings, everyone!
1: It is now time for Mark Safe. Tales of your very favorite and most beloved disasters. On Mark Safe, we discuss events and details that some may find disturbing. Listener discretion is advised. Please listen responsibly and stay safe. And now, here with your hosts, Brienne and Melanie. This is Mark Safe.
0: Do you like real bingo? I do, actually. I was thinking today, because we're always talking about bingo, about actually buying like a bingo set and then like printing out cards and stuff and doing like a
1: monthly bingo with the patreons okay that would be fun i think it would be such a blast it would be a blast yeah no i'm i'm into bingo in a legitimate way (laughs) we could do like something cool like
0: a book for a prize or something
1: like that (gasps) yes i love it oh okay okay finally every time i want to address this it's a patreon episode and i want to discuss this for a larger audience we Okay, time to do some thinking out loud again on our mini thing. Okay. Okay. So we have, I think we got pretty into this in one Patreon episode. I think we touched on it in fucking another Patreon episode. <laughs> so I, we really want to get mini-sodes and like listener stories off the ground. And we had kind of a whole push for that in the beginning when we were like... Um, babies babies yes and we were like send us your disaster stories and we'll put something together but we just we just weren't big enough yet we didn't have enough people we just wanted gossip and we do we get like weird random gossip in our inboxes which is lovely it's the dream it's all i've ever wanted um but i do actually think that we have a big enough listenership and definitely an engaged enough listenership that i really think that we could do some kind of compilation of listener stuff doesn't have to be disaster stories at the fuck all yeah i i just i'm conceptualizing this as if we handed you the mic what would you want to tell the people who listen because in the horrible ghouls group they are great at knowing what the rest of them are going to want to hear yes there is so much this belongs here it would translate so well yeah the so and like 50% of it is actually disaster related. <laughs> I mean, we've got Florida man content. We've got Midwestern food content. We've got weird, random inside jokes and references. We've got family drama. We've got Britney Spears content. A- and people, they know what the community wants to hear.
0: Let's just put it on a podcast Let's just now. put
1: it on the podcast. And we will come up with some kind of schedule for releasing. I guess it depends kind of on the volume, probably. Maybe we start off like once a month. yes. Maybe it'll get more frequent. And if it
0: gets more frequent, if we get more, then fuck Mm -hmm. yeah.
1: Yeah. So guys, think about it like this. You have a pretty good feel. And if you feel like you don't, please believe in yourself because yes, you do. You have a pretty good feel for what this um, demographic, what this community wants to hear. And it doesn't have to be anything exciting. It could be a weird fact about an octopus that you heard and if you think <laughs> that there is something that you would like to share with the class share it with us and we will we will do this i'm so into this i can't even tell you um, I dig it. I've wanted to get here since we started this, and I really think that we're at the point that we're ready. Don't prove us wrong, assholes. Don't prove us wrong. <laughs> so you can put it in the Horrible Ghouls group. You can um, message us through the Facebook page, Mark Safe a Disaster Podcast. Uh, Melanie, you probably know the website plug stuff more than I yeah, do. Yeah,
0: website is MarkSafePodcast.com. There's, there's even a little microphone on the bottom, so if you want to call, leave an like, audio the- clip. Yeah, two minute yes. audio clip. It's so easy. You don't have to do anything. You could email us. Email us. What's your g- email address? S-
1: snail mail. It's marksapodcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, snail mail. Sure. Why the fuck not? I mean, that's kind of a weird way to go about this, but you guys are weird and we love it. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Do it, please, please. We're begging. We are.
0: I ain't too proud to beg.
1: No way. <laughs> How about brackets? How about it? Somebody asked me earlier today if my opinions are a threat. No, it's a fucking promise.
0: <laughs> Always. <laughs> Always. Do uh, we not know Brianna? It is not a threat. It I is mean, a promise.
1: Why not both? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. A friend said that she might need my opinion about something later. And I said, I have opinions all day and night. And she was like, is that a threat? I'll give you my opinion. All my opinions are threats, of course. Yes. Don't you know this?
0: I'm really excited about this one and nervous. Okay. Me too. It's Into the Unknown, Frozen, and Surface Pressure.
1: Okay. This will be the hardest matchup. There's no way for this not to be the hardest matchup because these are full stop two of my favorite Disney songs of all time. They're so good. They are so fucking good. The best. Okay. So I've been really, really thinking about what I would do in one that was like borderline a tie. And I think that my criteria for this comes down to uh, catchiness, relatability, um, lyrics, fucking trash in the camp, automatic (laughs) disqualifier. (laughs) I'm still mad (laughs) Um, how relevant it feels to my personal life, you know, kind of the context, like the cultural context of, you know, Disney songs and like what it, you know, significance. You know what I mean. I know. So the lyrics fucking slap on both of them. Like, absolutely. Both of them have personal meaning for me i relate to them in different ways um they both definitely resonate emotionally fuck me surface pressure is catchier for sure into the unknown is a bit of a ballad adelaide loves into the unknown but i do think she also enjoys surface pressure quite a bit oh my god what would you pick into the unknown really It's my jam. It is. They're both on my main playlist. And see, it's going to have to, I think, kind of come down to that because I do think, I think I'm going to have to pick Surface Pressure for two reasons. One being that if they both came up on my playlist, I would be more likely to skip into the unknown right now. And they are both on my main playlist. Um, Just because, you know, I've, I've, it's been years. I've played it a lot. (laughs) Um, And Surface Pressure is newer surface pressure it feels a little bit more personally relevant right now but also i mean they both in my opinion they're both both movies are kind of groundbreaking in certain ways because you know we've got frozen where elsa doesn't have a love interest
0: i know it's awesome
1: yes and i mean a lot of people feel like she is queer or ace coded which i appreciate that's cool it's super cool it is and i mean she's she's powerful and there's that emphasis but you know i mean fuck i'm gonna i'm gonna pull some hate here but like she is a beautiful thin blonde princess at the same time then we have louisa is i feel like a big fucking deal huge deal huge deal no pun intended because she is miss muscles i i love the fact that That we have a main character who is female and built the way that Louisa is. And I also love that she is never made fun of or, you know, mocked or called masculine or anything like that. It's not a problem whatsoever. It says, and I glow because I know what my worth is. Yes. Fucking beautiful. Fucking revolutionary. It's about fucking time, Disney. It's about fucking time. And like she she's never her beauty is never challenged she's still portrayed as pretty which i mean you know it's a little bit problematic cuz it's like who fucking cares if she's pretty but at the same time it's kind of significant in both directions because you know it's disney saying that this is this very large very muscle-bound woman and they're not challenging her prettiness at all and i i love it i absolutely love it i think that her character is such a huge step forward I think that song is such a huge step forward. I I think a movie is such a huge step forward. Yes, uh, I don't know. So it that is that is for sure the closest one that there will ever be. But I'm gonna have to go with Surface Pressure.
0: I love it. Surface Pressure wins today. Yes.
1: yes. All right. All right. Now on to some horrific, horrific stuff. I'm not sure I've ever had less of an idea. What you're doing. I actually had a little um, moment of panic earlier because I was like, oh, Did Melanie forget that it's her week? Because you haven't mentioned it at all. You haven't <laughs> said a word about it. And you usually mention at least something during the research phase, and you have not said a word about it. So I was like, Oh, fuck. What if Melanie forgot? Completely? I haven't? No, I don't think so. Uh, maybe I haven't. I really don't think you have. Ooh, it's mm. <laughs> this one's a doozy. You always say that. Mm. Okay, no kids. Okay. Well, you said your bridge one might be your worst one yet. I mean, it was sad, but like, it, it, the are you forgetting your own repertoire here? That was even top five in terms of horror and tragedy. I think this one's gonna be hard because it's new. Oh, really?
0: I think those are a little bit harder for me personally to do.
1: I'm not going to lie, though. I love a recent one.
0: Well, this is, this is recent. Okay. Less than five years.
1: Dang. Okay.
0: All right. You ready? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Amy and Axel's first date went off without a hitch. They played some pool, had some beers. In fact, it would be their shared love for craft beers that would have them spending all of their free time together trying out new breweries in the summer of 2015. 3 years later on June 30th, 2018, Amy and Axel married. 4 months later, another milestone. Amy was turning 30. And Axel knew exactly how to celebrate his new wife's birthday, arranging a party bus to take them their siblings, and close friends to Gang Brewery in Cooperstown, New York, to enjoy the craft beers they love so much.
1: See, I don't know why I was going in a true crime direction with this. I was for sure figuring he was a murderer, but now I feel like this isn't where that's going. This is definitely not where that's going. Carry on. So this
0: brewery looks really cool, by the way. I've been to Cooperstown, but I was little, leading to the Baseball Hall of Fame, but I would lo- I-, I would love to go back and just revisit as an adult it's just so beautiful up there with reservations in place and deposits made everything was set but just two days before amy's birthday the party bus company canceled Alex's reservation due to mechanical issues and that is how on the morning of october 6 axel found himself booking a modified 2001 white ford excursion stretch limo from prestige limo to take the group to the brewery all in all, there would be 17 in the group. The passengers included Amy and Axel, Amy's three sisters and their spouses Allison, Abigail and her husband Adam, Mary and her husband Rob, Axel's brother Rich, and close friends Shane and Aaron McGowan, Patrick, aka Cush Cushing, Amanda Hulse, Matthew Coons, Savannah Bersese, Amanda Rivenberg, Michael Ukai, and Rachel Kovosi, When limo driver Scott Lissanickia pulled up to Amy and Axel's Amsterdam residence to pick up the party, the group was not impressed with its, quote, sickly neon-colored lights, padded benches, and floorboards that had rusted through. Damn. In a series of texts to her friend, Melissa Healy, Aaron McGowan wrote, The limo sounds like it's going to explode. Ha ha, it's a junker, Literally. The motor is making everyone deaf with three of the, like, cry emojis, like the streaming down emojis. Oh, my God. And finally, when we get to the brewery, we will all be deaf. Fuck. And it wasn't just the partygoers that weren't thrilled with the limo. Scott, the driver, wasn't keen on the last minute job driving the excursion limo. Often vocal in his complaints about the conditions of prestigious vehicles, he was also in constant worry about his family's finances, so he opted to take on the extra work anyways. As the group made their way towards the brewery, Scott, for reasons unknown, didn't take a direct route, but traveled in more rural areas. And I wonder if this might be, like, a GPS situation, because I kind of had something this like this happen on my bachelorette party. Really? Yeah, so... <laughs> He, the limo driver, like, went really weird rural back roads, and we wound up on the Wheatland Ferry in Oregon, and it's, like, one of those ferries that are, like, pulled by
1: cables. Okay.
0: There's no way our limo should have been on that fucking ferry.
1: <laughs> like,
0: I was, like, really surprised he was, like, YOLO and just drove it on, because, oh, I mean, my. that thing was rackety as hell. Eesh. Yeah. yeah
1: that's how you end up on our podcast
0: oh anyway traveling southwest on state rudy 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 (laughs) (laughs) traveling southwest on state route 30 in Schoharie with hazard lights on scott started to pull over to the shoulder of the road only to quickly return to the road the limo increasing speed as it raced downhill at the bottom of the hill a T-intersection where two people in a 2016 Jeep Patriot were stopped at a stop sign. They watched in horror as the limo raced towards them. It sounded like a, quote, jet engine. Oh, my God. Scott swerved the limousine to the left to avoid the Jeep, crossing through the intersection over two lanes of traffic and into the parking lot of the Apple Barrel Country Store. Traveling at speeds between 101 and 118 miles an hour, the limo then crashed into an unoccupied Park Toyota Highlanders SUV. Also in the parking lot, a family who had made a pit stop at the Apple Barrel Country Store while on their way to a wedding. As assistant professor of geology at State University of New York, Brian Howe stood chatting with his father-in-law, James Schnurr. In the parking lot, their SUV that the limo hit was then hurled towards them, killing them both. Oh, no. Hardly slowing down from the collision, the limo raced towards a ravine going 80 miles an hour. Oh, gosh. Crashing into several trees before finally being stopped in the embankment, killing everyone inside (gasps) instantly.
1: Oh, my God.
0: 20 people would die in this horrific accident in just a matter of minutes. The impact was so hard that the cars in the Apple Barrel parking lot were covered with tree branches from the accident. Holy shit. Yeah. Linda Riley and her sisters had just pulled into the store's parking lot before the collision and was immediately confused with what had just unfolded. She said, We thought it was an explosion. Someone said, There's a body laying right next to your car. That was it. We got out of the car and ran into the restaurant as quickly as possible. Everyone was screaming, Call 911. Does anyone know CPR. And then the cops arrived. So I have been wanting to cover this for a long time. This is one of those things that's kind of stuck by me for the last several, like, since it's happened. I think about this one a lot. Yeah, I think it's the first time I realized how clickbaity, like, news is. Yeah. Um, it was first reported that it was an entire wedding party that had died in this accident. Oh, gosh. Fucking Time Magazine, for example. 20 people are dead after a wedding party limousine crash in upstate New York. There was so much irresponsible reporting without, like, knowing the facts. Like, the names weren't even released when news agencies were reporting that this was a wedding party. Oh, wow. Like, a loss is a loss. I don't understand Yeah. Well. Yeah. why you have to be like, oh, an entire... I mean... It is, it is fucking sad is such clickbait. It just mm-hmm. I don't know, it just seemed very voltury. Oh yeah. To me, and it was real weird that when it came out that it was just So Amy and Axel, they did get married 4 years prior and a lot of the people that were like going to this party with them
1: were in their wedding. Yeah, but like the context is completely fucking different. It's... I mean, you could say that about a whole lot of tragedies that involve, you know, gatherings or reunions or birthday parties or anything where your fucking wedding party would just happen to be.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It just, it was fucking gross. No one apologized afterwards. Ugh. I never once saw a correction where someone like a journalist took accountability and was like, sorry for the clickbait. Like, yuck. it just,
1: yeah, total yuck. It really yuck. grossed me out. And I mean, we definitely try very hard not to be gross. But I mean, honestly, when a disaster podcast thinks you're vulturey, you're vulture. You're
0: vulture. You've gone too far. <laughs> yeah. Honestly though, this is like just one gross thing in a fucking buffet of gross things I'm going to serve you. So.
1: Aren't all buffets kind of gross though? Mm. Let's let's detour there for a moment. Okay. I listen, I like a buffet as much as the next person. But can we honestly say they're not kind of gross? Just like inherently. Yeah, they are. They are. I like buffets too, but like why let's not lie to ourselves. Let's call it let's call it what it is. Do buffets still exist after, after the pandemic? <laughs> um yeah. I mean, I don't think that I've been to well, no, I have been to one. I've been to a, I've been to several Chinese buffets since mm. the pandemic. I haven't been to like a traditional buffet, but I mean... some Golden Corral? Yeah, but I mean they... (laughs) Golden Corral sounds good once in a while when you're in a certain kind of mood. But like, is it ever really? You know what? You know where the cleanest buffets are? No. Casinos. Really? I've never actually been to a casino buffet.
0: God, I love a casino buffet. They're so good. I would say they're the cleanest, surprisingly.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. That is very surprising. Mm-hmm. hmm It's making me
0: hungry. All right.
1: Okay.
0: Back to it. Back to it. The NTSB was immediately on the scene of the accident with investigators, but their work would hit a roadblock by Scaheri County District Attorney... Susan Mallory. This fucking lady. (laughs) (laughs) The Skahari limo crash quickly became a criminal investigation with Noman Hussein, a prestige limo who was running the family business in the absence of his father, who was out of the country, being held responsible for the accident. I want to make a quick note here that his dad was an FBI informant in a deal he made after being caught making fake IDs there is a whole bunch of shit about the family and informants people and... will never
1: know the rabbit holes not taken yeah this... this podcast they probably think we have a lot of rabbit holes they don't even know
0: you don't even know
1: you don't even know
0: this case is really sad for me so i don't i don't want to dip into like any conspiracy theory so i'm just i'm doing facts today
1: Holy shit! How sad does something have to be for you to not want to get into conspiracy theories?
0: I told you this one has bothered me for a long time.
1: Jesus. Okay. On December 10th,
0: Noman was arrested and charged with criminally neglect homicide. Which, if found guilty, could have him serving the sentences consecutively up to 80 years in prison. He posted a hundred and fifty thousand dollar bond and was was released. Because the limo crash was a criminal investigation now. It took precedence over the NTSB investigation, but instead of working side by side with the federal agency, DA Susan Mallory refused them complete access, and the limo and evidence stayed in possession of the New York State Police. She really, really dug her heels into this. She didn't want the NTSB anywhere near it. The limo was taken to the NYSP headquarters, where it was placed under an outdoor tent, which, to add insult to injury, was partially funded by the NTSB, even though they couldn't investigate it. Ouch. Wow. But don't worry, the NTSB was granted some access by the DA. They could totes investigate the limo, but at a distance of 15 feet. What the fuck? Right? What's the point? What's the point? This would turn into a months-long standoff between the two agencies. In December 2018, NTSB went public with the feud. They argued that the DA, Susan Mallory, caused, quote, safety-critical evidence to be lost because of their inability to inspect the limo. And because now the limo is just hanging out in a tent in the elements, corrosion would be costly to their investigation. And even though they were still not given access... The NTSB again footed the bill to have a structure built to house the limo in hopes of not losing any more critical evidence. So they're just like picking up the shit, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. A tiny palate cleanser. Okay. Because this story needs one. On Monday, January 14, 2019, Terry Brubaker was driving through Gloversfield when she saw something spectacular floating through the air. Money. Lots and lots of money. So she pulled over and collected the scattered bills, $8,000 total.
1: Oh, damn. Mm -hmm.
0: But because Terry is quite possibly the most honest human ever, (laughs) she didn't take the cash to the bank, but to the Fulton County Sheriff's Office to turn it in. Wow. But Terry wasn't the only one making a visit to Sheriff's Office that day. At the same time, Kim Steenberg, who had just recently lost her husband Rich in the Schoharie limousine crash, was filing a report about some missing money. In her fog, she had accidentally left the money in an envelope on top of her car. Part of the money was for the honeymoon cruise she had originally planned with her late husband Rich. Fuck. I'm so glad she got that money back. Yeah. Oh, God. All right. Back to the horrible stuff. That was your palate cleanser? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's about all there is in this. Fuck, okay. <laughs> Sorry. On April 5th, 2019, the grand jury indicted Noman on 20 counts each of criminally negligent homicide and second degree manslaughter, to which he posted a $450,000 bond and was released pending his trial in September. So let's get in the investigation, starting with the limo. So, you see, at the time, there was this disgusting loophole when it came to modified limousines and regulations. If built in a factory, limousines, for the most part, had to meet the stringent of safety regulations. But vehicles converted into stretch limousines, like that of the Ford Excursion SUV. How do you convert? How, How does that work? You just cut them up and stretch them
1: out. Oh, my God.
0: Mm hmm. Shit. So they didn't have the same strict safety measures, including side impact airbags, reinforced rollover protection bars, and accessible emergency exits. Loopholes. We don't like them. No, we don't. On the modified Ford Excursion Limo, the original 137 inch wheelbase was lengthened by 180 inches to increase seating capacity to 18. <sighs> and the seatbelts. Investigators showed that they were not even accessible to the passengers because they were under the bench seats hidden That's but so even gross. though the limo was lengthened to hold eighteen passengers, it was only legally allowed to carry ten. Oh God, the Ford this ex- is so bad oh it's it gets so it's worse. Uh. The Ford excursion limo also had a very upsetting resume. Another driver, Jared Bentley, said of the excursion, that vehicle was absolutely unsafe. One time, three years prior to the Schoharie crash, he was hired to drive the excursion for some high schoolers that were going to prom. He said it started smoking and the parents were scared. They didn't want their kids riding in
1: it. I would imagine not. They
0: were like, fuck no. I'm sure their kids were like, mom. (laughs) Several other drivers refused to even drive it because of its constant brake issues.
1: Jesus Christ. And
0: it repeatedly failed inspections. In March of 2018, the New York State Department of Transportation cited the limo for brake failures, including, quote, brakes out of service and brake connections with constrictions under the vehicle. When it was re-inspected six months later in September 2018, the Department of Transportation noted the limousine's, quote, Failure to correct defects noted on the previous inspection report. Problems noted in this inspection included a perpetually lit anti lock brake warning indicator light, a dangling
1: brake line. Oh my God, that's fucking ominous. Mm-hmm. That's something you don't want to dangle. You. Do- <laughs> I like things to
0: dangle, not my brake lines. Not my brake lines, please. Not my break- Uh, Had defective emergency exits and defective windshield wipers. And I did um, when this shit first happened, you know, they send like their lawyers out for damage control Mm -hmm. and the reporters all like, like, why is this thing on the road? And the lawyer just kept saying they were cited for bad windshield wipers.
1: Oh, come I'm on. like, no, and dangling brake
0: lines. Good no, they God. were. It was more than windshield wipers. Get out of here. Yeah. The limo remained illegal to operate on public roads, but somehow had a hefty increase of mileage on the odometer within those inspections, despite it being supposedly out of commission. You want to hear something super so sus? sketchy? Yes. Between those two inspections, someone had just casually switched out the license plates. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. This is not OK. It's not OK. And I'm sorry, but the Department of Transportation should have fucking noticed a different license plate on that vehicle.
1: Yeah. Oh, I right. hope that we're going to. Does the topic of like how to avoid this come up at all like if you wanted to rent a limo like is there anything at all you can do
0: i think you just have to do your we'll we'll talk about it in a little bit but i definitely think you should do your due diligence and stay away from anything modified okay additionally during the first six months of 2018 global liberty prestigious insurance company canceled coverage on the excursion six fucking times oh my god which in turn caused the DMV to revoke the vehicle's registration. When did the excursion's registration become restored, you ask? A day before the schoharie accident. Oh,
1: God, I hate it when that happens. That is something that comes up periodically. In this podcast, it came up in the roller coaster episode. I remember even there was Mm -hmm. there was something that had like just passed an inspection and it has come up a few times. And I just fucking hate it when that happens. Yes. It It, just I don't know. It burns my ass. It bugs me. Preventable.
0: Yeah. As investigations carried on, Noman was ordered to submit his DNA in the summer of 2019. Good God. Yeah. I thought that was real weird when I stumbled on that.
1: Yeah. Well, the. Excursion
0: limo once had a quote unserviceable sticker on it, which should have prevented the limo from being operated. I mean, the sticker's not like hold the fuck on, don't go. Like it's just sticker, but it's noticeable to like yeah authorities. The DA wanted saliva from a cheek sample to see if Noman removed the sticker because quote scrapings from a red and white sticker consistent with the one peeled off the limo were later found in his car.
1: Oh, my goodness. They were not fucking around. No, nope. You know wow. what? What? That
0: DNA sample would later prove to be a match. Oh, of course it did. And if you're ab- not absolutely sick about how preventable the deaths of these 20 people were, just oh, hold on to your hats. Unfortunately, I already am. Two days before Schoharie Limo crash. Prestige Limo listed the 2001 Ford Excursion Limousine for sale for oh. $9,000 on Craigslist. Oh, shit. Describing it as being in excellent condition with 180,000 oh. miles and being, quote, dot ready. I think we went over this, too. Is it I think, we went, I think or DOT? I think that came
1: up a long time ago. I'm still
0: sticking with DOT because it's cute and we need something. Gosh,
1: that's a throwback.
0: It is a throwback, right? Yeah. It's Dot, right? Someone let us know. I want to know.
1: I mean, I'm still going to call do it you?
0: Dot. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, do you? Okay. okay. But wait, there's more. Oh, gosh. Let's bring in some sketchy ass mechanics. Mavis discount tires falsified records to make it look as if they completed brake work on the excursion when they really didn't at all. Oh, my God, these people are fucking shameless. Mm -hmm. It was all done in the name of corporate sales quotas. Mm. Former Mavis manager Virgil Parks told investigators that he had purchased a, quote, wherever brake master cylinder from Advanced Auto Parts on May 4th, 2018, about a week before the auto shop worked on the limousine. The brake master cylinder is a device that transfers the force from the driver's foot onto the brake pedal into the hydraulic pressure to slow or stop the vehicle. And there was an invoice saying that the work was done, but it wasn't done. Of course it wasn't done. Quote, instead, this part was returned to Advance Auto Parts on May 12th, 2018. So they're doing a little double dipping here. hmm No big deal. No. But this wasn't the only falsified invoice on the excursion. The shop had also falsified doing other brake labor on the limousine, including flushing the vehicle's brake lines and replacing it with clean fluid. Good God. There was also a falsified invoice for $79.99 power steering flush, but the actual service done was for exhaust repairs. Just a little switcheroo. Also done to meet a sales quota.
1: Guys, this is so dark. Why is your loyalty to your job when it's... uh, Yeah. uh, No, it's a fucking sales quota. I hate it. I really super hate it. Mm. This is so gross. Two other 2018
0: invoices from June 8th and June 25th indicated that, quote, brake labor and power steering flush were performed on the excursion. But again, it didn't happen is so disgusting
1: yeah because it's the- just like it's worse because they knew what needed to happen yeah they knew they knew what it fucking needed that's why that's what they're writing fucking down
0: it's failing inspections yeah
1: oh, i don't know like just neglecting to would be one thing but they're like yeah no, brakes are super fucked up but no uh
0: because of the clash between the DA and the NTSB, the final report would not be completed and released until September of 2020, but was held back briefly as to not influence a jury pool in Noman's trial. NTSB's report made 22 findings, including that the limo had a brake system that was corroded and inadequ- inadequately maintained. It had never been upgraded when the vehicle was altered or stretched from the basic SUV to a limousine. The limo also would have been able to safely stop prior to reaching the intersection where the crash occurred if the brakes had been functioning properly. Also, the limo driver, Scott, failed to disclose medical ailments and prescriptions while undergoing a medical exam for a commercial driver's license. what kind do we know? Um, He failed to disclose his habitual marijuana use, which would have prevented him from getting the license. He also did not have the correct license to be driving this limo oh my as well. NTSB member Michael Graham said, quote, prestige limousine, Mavis discount tires, and the state of New York failed to adequately protect
1: 20 innocent lives Mm -hmm. i
0: fucking agree yep
1: absolutely no regard for human life whatsoever
0: Mm. because of the covid pandemic no man's trial was pushed back repeatedly and then talks of a plea deal to save the victim's family from quote uncertainties and emotional tolls of a trial Originally charged with 20 counts each of criminally neglect homicide and second-degree manslaughter, Noman would now only plead guilty to the homicide counts. His sentencing absolutely blindsiding the families they were apparently trying to protect from emotional turmoil. They were fucking pissed at the DA, Susan Mallory, for accepting a, quote, no jail plea deal Oof. instead of going to trial.
1: God bless it. No justice at all in that. Of Mm-mm. course they were pissed.
0: No man was sentenced to two years of interim probation, then five years of probation, and 1,000 hours of community service. He is also prohibited from owning, operating, or working on any commercial transportation business. The parents of Michael Kai said... I just want to say there's no justice in there. Mad, Mm. disappointed, mad a lot of the failure on the part of the state. A lot of people. Attorney Cynthia LaFay, who represented several families, said, what we saw today is someone plead guilty to killing 20 people and got probation. I know that there are a lot of people who do not think this is fair. There are people in here who left earlier after saying this is a travesty of justice. It's really, it's really heartbreaking. If you could have heard everything that happened in here today, people's losses are so immense. And the punishment does not seem to fit the crime.
1: Not one bit.
0: So I wasn't actually going to bring this up. Um, (laughs) Oh,
1: you're pulling a me.
0: (laughs) mm -hmm. (laughs) The last minute I decided, like, this whole thing pisses me off. And I felt like this puts things in a more of a gross perspective okay um so the limo driver's wife scott's wife she was charged in 2019 with three felonies for allegedly receiving $24,000 oh, in public assistance she did not claim income from her husband when applying and receiving housing assistance between january 2016th and to the time of his death in October 2018. Mm. As we know, Scott took the job that day because of financial strains. Right. And I will always I don't I don't care if you at me. I will always be on the side that when we pay people a fucking livable wage, mm-hmm. we will see a lot less of these so-called crimes and I'm saying that very loosely. Right. It's housing assistance. She's not pocketing fucking money. She wants a house over her fucking head.
1: Okay, I thought you were going somewhere else with this, and I was like, "Oh no, Melanie's about to be problematic. Do I let it go or do I say something?" No, <laughs> no thank God, that's not the direction you're going with no.
0: that. I mean, desperate times call for me- desperate measures.
1: Like, yeah. you gotta do what you got to fucking do. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm not. I don't know you can say I'm pro welfare fraud, but. It's complicated. (laughs) It's complicated. It's super complicated. Just because you don't qualify doesn't mean you shouldn't qualify. Yeah. We just
0: make it so hard, you know? Yeah, yeah, we do. She ultimately pled guilty to welfare fraud charge and was sentenced to five years probation, during which she must pay $200 every month as restitution. So how? How in the fuck does this woman get the same amount of probation as somebody's shady business practices that like cost a Holy life shit. of her fucking husband and 19 other people how do they have that the is same unconscionable
1: fucking... that really does make it grosser just the the sameness of the time like the the comparison it's it's like how how are we calling this justice when this is happening it it doesn't make sense
0: it made me, like, I wanted to throw up. Yeah. What are you fucking...
1: That's disgusting. It's so gross.
0: Global Liberty, prestigious insurance company, was capped out on their payout to vic- victims at $500,000 total, which is about <laughs> $25,000 per victim. In a gross move, the insurance company also wanted their legal fees taken from those payouts. Oh, come on. Insurance is such a...
1: God, and these scam. people mm-hmm. have just gotten it from all fucking sides Yep, yeah. there's been no lube involved for this
0: Mm-mm. a whole bunch of civil lawsuits against mavis discount tires the hussein family and the state of new york have come from this and they're still pending this is good this is civil lawsuits take forever but i hope they win every fucking last one of them
1: absolutely
0: Since the Schoharie limo crash, the victims' families have joined together to push for reforms to the limousine industry and New York traffic law. But not just there either. Federally as well. Because in the words of Patrick's father, Kevin Cushing, we know safety doesn't adhere to state lines. Mm -hmm. That's the damn truth. And again, it makes me so fucking sad that. We make victims' families jump through hoops to prevent the Mm -hmm. same shit from happening to someone else. Like, they
1: should... It really is disgusting.
0: We gotta do better. We have to figure this out.
1: Yeah. It just... That is the last fucking thing they need is to be forced into this advocate for change role. I mean, I know some people do probably find some meaning in that. But, like, come the fuck on. Let them grieve.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It works me up. It works me up. (laughs) Um, (laughs) There is a memorial in place at the crash site. The first part of the memorial is a quote stone block reading, you left your footprints on earth as a reminder. You were here. We know you walk together and are forever near. Mm -hmm. So this quote is paired with these um, stepping stones. Janet Steinberg, mother of Axel and rich came up with this idea of these stepping stones and each one of them, this, I'm getting goosebumps again. So each one of these stepping stones has shoe imprints from the victims.
1: Oh, goodness gracious. hmm Oh, wow. It's. Holy hell. I, that's, it reminds that's me,
0: like, as a parent and, like, they're doing yeah. the sidewalk and you let your little baby, yep. like, put their little footprints in. And then I'm just thinking of the parents doing that, like
1: oh fuck okay
0: (laughs) it's really sad right yeah it's
1: really sad it's really fucking sad holy shit um it's it's that is devastating yeah and it's also horrifying when there are enough victims to create a meaningful stepstone path Mm -hmm. jesus christ
0: So the stones are arranged in a semicircle, symbolizing the Iroquois concept of the sky dome. One stone did not include a footprint or a name plaque, but has the Reflections Memorial Foundation symbol carved into it. That circle is meant to symbolize all of the people affected by the crash, including the driver of the limo, Scott. In the center of the memorial, there are bricks carved with the names of the 17 agencies which responded to the crash and a stone sculpture of flowers and the foundation symbol. They do collect donations to help with the upkeep of the memorial. And if you are inclined to donate, you can do so on their website at reflectionsmemorialfoundation.org. Wow,
1: there's a lot of thought put into that memorial. Yeah. A lot of meaning and symbolism.
0: Oh, and that was the worst limo accident when that ha- when this limo accident happened, it was the worst transportation accident that the United States had seen in like fourteen years.
1: Gosh, is it? Is it not now? I don't think so. Probably Oof. not. I wonder what happened. <sighs> we don't do car accidents enough. <sighs> I, mean, I came across counts.
0: I came across some other some other heavy.
1: I feel like that sounded extra ghouly but I mean I just mean like it's weird that I feel like I personally almost don't think of that as right you know, on theme, but it it really it is. is yeah it absolutely is. I
0: don't know. It's just upsetting. I man, I hope those those families fucking they're not getting justice. I hope they get something, anything. Yeah. It's certainly you know? not
1: fucking justice. It's upsetting. I absolutely did not get that.
0: We need some disaster relief.
1: Yeah, we do. You want to go first? Or you want me to go first? You go first. I am going to go with Billie Eilish's 2021 Happier Than Ever album. Is it good? It's so good. Almost every song on it, I'm obsessed with. I don't it's...
0: think, I haven't listened to the whole thing. it is
1: meaty it is beautiful it has a lot going on um yeah i mean i don't i don't really even know what more to say about it hold on let me let me tell you a couple songs um okay so god knows where to begin because they really are all fantastic um i love i didn't change my number i love billy bossa nova happier than ever Therefore I am are two of my favorite Billie Eilish songs and I really enjoy Billie Eilish songs. Yeah, it, it's a fantastic album. And I feel like I don't even remember the last time that I have listened to songs in that way that I would say so and so's album. Cause I just like listen to things so piecemeal on Spotify now, but I don't know. I kept hearing good things about the album as a whole and I listened to it and God damn. Ugh, it's really good i love her i love her voice me too did like you personality I, do you like florence and the machine i did when i was a youth i haven't listened to florence and the machine in a very long time oh no. new song dropped today heaven oh, is what here is heaven, is, heaven here. is here check what's it out
0: it's so fucking good just watch the video just watch the video
1: okay what's uh, what is the topic of the song like what's it about like a love song sad song happy song
0: just watch it Okay, <laughs> I feel like if me explaining it is not gonna do it any sort of justice. The okay. video is—I so, would definitely go with the video. It okay. is incredible, incredible. Okay. All right, so my disaster relief this week is our community. So I haven't checked our post box until, or like since my brother passed away. Oh and oh riley sent some books riley sent me
1: books too after the baby
0: (laughs) i mean it's really is like just the perfect pick me up you know what i mean yeah and i am gonna make sure i link her shop on our page so her, her etsy shop so go check it out go support another person in this community i mean
1: She's so cool. She's so cool. Um, She's so cool. I have a a Titanic coffee table book that she sent after the baby and uh recently one of the dogs tipped over a frosted lemonade. <laughs> And uh, got it just a little bit on the corner of the book. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and I, I got it. I got it. It's fine. I got it off really fast. But I definitely was freaking out for a second. Ooh, I got a
0: disaster book. I got a shark attack book. Oh, hell yes. Yeah. Um, Michelle Casson, a beautiful pin with a card. And um, it's just so sweet, guys.
1: It is. It really is. Um, we we love you. We love you so much a lot. Yeah. Uh, yep. It so. warms the cockles of my heart all the time. <laughs> you guys give me hot cockles. Ew. <laughs> you don't get to say ew. To hot cockles? No. Those two words should not go together. <laughs> With the things you eat, no. Mm. No. Mm-mm.
0: Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. No to you. All right. Well, since you love hot cockles, how about uh, mm-hmm. some move <laughs> some new patreons? What the
1: fuck kind of segue is that? <laughs> what the fuck am I supposed to buy some hot cockles? Yep.
0: Okay. Thanks for guys. our patreons. Okay. <laughs> okay, go on. Um. <laughs> uh, so first up, Nicole upped her subscription to ten dollars. Yeah, Thank you, Nicole. And, um, we got a couple buddies, so Caitlin Smith and Kelsey Hoffman, you are buddies today, Caitlin and Kelsey, very cute. um, this one's already they're already buddies. they have both of their names, Anne and Michael Keating We like Anne yay, and you didn't tell us you were married to Batman, though. No. <laughs>
1: it's late guys i'm sorry for her Uh, and then
0: we have rachel talibur and joe cool and what are you doing here joe
1: (laughs) i wonder if you were gonna address it
0: (laughs) talk to joe in years and years and years and years but
1: joe's listening to you talk joe (laughs) hi joe
0: hi joe
1: I don't know you, but hi, I do now. God, it's been years.
0: It always blows my mind who's like
1: on here. Oh, my gosh. I I have to like disassociate from that when I record because there is such at this point, obviously, you know, the overwhelming majority is people who've found the podcast through, you know, podcast means that we don't know at all. But there is just such a random handful of people that I know that I never would have expected to listen, that I know we're listening, and I cannot think about that when I'm recording. I have to actively block that from my mind.
0: Yeah, I was like, I was like, I know you. (laughs) So cool. But yeah, it's been forever. I hope all's well. It's not so cool.
1: It's Joe cool. (laughs) I had to.
0: (laughs) I had to. So you guys know the drill. Go donate blood. Go donate food. Go, go donate, donate kidney. kidney.
1: Donate them both. Yes. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's and
0: cool. then, uh, yeah, we uh, give us give us some stuff for minisodes. Yes. If you haven't do. already, check out our merch on our website. Yes. We it's are,
1: really cool. <laughs> it's really cool. Yeah.
0: And uh, I guess until next end, sweet dreams or no dreams. Sweet dreams or no dreams. Hey, Horrible Ghouls. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you would like to share your personal Mark Safe moment, you can send it to us at MarkSafePodcast at gmail.com. Please give our podcast a rate, review, and subscribe and tell your buddies about us, too. That goes a long way. If you want to further elevate your support, check out our MarkSafe Patreon page, where we have shout-outs, goodies, and some bonus content in the works. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks again, and as always, stay safe.